0: Well, you guys hate to break it to you. It's been a year of our bantering. It's time to celebrate
1: (laughs) right here at light the fight podcast.
0: We're official one year old. Well, in fact, we'll be a year old on March 1st, but I'm going to be gone next week. I'm going to be out of town. And so Heidi said, we got to do the year anniversary while I'm here. So here we are. It's a year.
1: Celebrate! (laughs) Thank you. I was hoping that you would sing.
0: Well, I'm still very sick. I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't. It's been a couple weeks now. Um, I truly believe I'm allergic to Utah. And <laughs> I, I swear, I didn't get this sick when I lived in California. I don't
1: think you're alone. There's a lot of sick people.
0: Well, also, I got little kids and little kids, like my son. I'm like, don't lick the doorknob. What's wrong with you? <laughs> He's like, what? Oh, God. And by okay. the way, that was a statement. I'm just joking.
1: <laughs> yeah. I um, I think it's because you're going to the gym,
0: probably I'm because going to the notice gym
1: me not going to the gym,,
0: ah, healthy so as, that's
1: healthy as a lark
0: that <laughs> that's what I need to do <laughs> not go to the Just gym stop exercising be because
1: it you know, like people sweat, it carries a germs.
0: so this podcast is sponsored by hostess, <laughs> little debbies, I don't know whatever your favorite snack zingers, food is is zingers zingers, zingers zingers that's it, but you guys, we're a year old, and it's because of you. We said in the very beginning. If people keep on listening, we'll keep on doing the podcast. And every week when we check the, the, the analytics and the numbers, we're like, dang it, there's people still listening. So I guess we got to show up next week.
1: Keep on going.
0: Keep on going.
1: What, I mean, holy cow. First of all, I mean, I was actually scrolling back through photos, just kind of like replaying this last year. Um, And what had happened is, Somebody messaged me, they wanted to they wanted to know a they had a situation, they wanted to know what podcast they should listen to. And so I'm scrolling back and I'm just kind of like reviewing all the episodes and um and I got all the way back to the beginning and you know it says March 1st. And I was like, oh man, that's like this week. And um, and then I'm like kind of like I said, I'm looking back in my photos. And looking at the things that kind of led up to it. So, so photos for me are little like packages, like, like little time machines.
0: Time capsules. Yeah. Like back in the eighties, they'd put a time capsule, throw it up in space and some aliens (laughs) see it. They'll see VHS tapes of like MTV music videos, (laughs) you know, like saved by the bell.
1: Exactly. Like little buttons of Michael Jackson.
0: Yeah. Duran Duran.
1: (laughs) So I like, I was looking back at those photos kind of looking at the episode titles and I kind of went into this like little time warp of 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 when the time when it seems like it's been a really long time, but yet it's been a really <laughs> short time and it's gone by really fast and yet it's also kind of been in slow motion. Um, and so I, I just kind of had this moment, first of all, of just – extremely sincere gratitude. I remember the night that we actually announced that we did a podcast, because if you guys remember, if you've been listening, so bless your hearts if you've been listening the whole time. And we talked about how we kind of recorded several episodes, and then we kind of trashed them. And um, and we
0: changed the name of the podcast.
1: We changed the name.
0: Originally, it was The Parent Trap.
1: Aren't you glad we didn't name it the Parent Trap?
0: You know, I am glad we didn't name the Parent Trap. The only one positive would have came from that is if people would have Googled parenting podcast, our name would have came it up. come up because it's in the name.
1: Because now it just sounds like
0: no. You have to a Google boxing. an MMA it sounds fighting. Like a boxing. <laughs> if you Google MMA or fighting, ours comes up. Light the fight. <laughs> For some reason, the analytics on iTunes takes your title pretty literal, and so. Everyone that's listening to our podcast did not find us by looking for a parenting podcast. You found us by either accent or a friend. So They're like, I have continue. enough
1: fighting in my life. I'm not going to listen to this
0: podcast. You're, why would you want to light, like start a fight? You can start <laughs> fights. That's what it sounds like, right? But
1: anyway. yes,
0: I do like the name Light the Fight much better.
1: I, I remember very distinctly how horribly sick I felt the night... And 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 just to go back a little bit, we like first
0: trimester pregnancy nausea, sick, right?
1: It was horrible. That night we planned an event. We planned um, a first responder event. It was at the fire station by my house. Um, it was the one year anniversary of our first first responder. So you know this this is going to be like we're we're coming up basically on three years of of me trying to. To talk, right? And this is the fire station that took the call and came to my house. And they're the ones that, you know, they were the ones that responded to that 911 call. And, you know, for me, this, this was this like, so one, two, three years ago when we did our very first first responder, that was hard. And I'm sure it was a mess. And I'm, And I know we have it on video.
0: But she will not watch it. I won't
1: watch it. And It's in the vault. And then like, it took us an entire year to do something again. Not because, let's all just on record, not because David wasn't willing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm smiling. No comment.
1: Because that was really hard for me to face. Um, And then, you know, it was about a couple months after that that we started talking about the reality of doing a podcast and um 6 months to actually like take the first steps and then um if you guys go back and and I I know we've talked about this before you listen to the first couple of podcasts and um not only did we not have all of our stuff figured out um but I'm stutter I stutter I don't find words. I'm emotional. I'm scared. I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. Um and I'm going to tell you this right now. This this podcast has changed my life. It's changed me as a person. It has given me a voice. It's given me words. It's um it has been a, an absolute like gift and a challenge and, um, gosh, I, you know, and David was telling me in a year from now, you know, this is good. You're going to, this is going to be easy for you. And, um, and I don't think I could believe you at that, at that point, I, I had no idea. I had, I had no idea how much I had to learn. Um. So to you, David, and to Brandon, and to my husband, who has to take me before and after these episodes, um, and nurse me back to health. <laughs> no, um, what a tremendous support he is. And he doesn't want to be somebody sitting here talking about it. That's not where his comfort is. Um. You get him into a small circle and he will talk your ear off, but, um, he has supported us in this venture of which I, I wouldn't be able to do it without his support because obviously our shor- our story is very shared. Um, and, and to my family who puts up with me talking about them, they know that I talk about them. They know the stories that I tell. They listen to the podcast (laughs) and, um, I really appreciate their willingness to let me share their story because, um, oh, they hear about it. It comes back around, you know? Um, so, and, and you, the listeners who, um, send me notes send in emails, send in direct messages who hug me at the grocery store or at Costco or in airports or on the beach in California, (laughs) wherever I run into you um, and you tell me, thank you. Um, It's given me what I needed to to be able to do this. And so I I want to thank you couldn't do it on my own.
0: How cool is that to know that all these people have just been a part of our life for the past year well, through all the ups and downs and, you know, they're, and, you know, the way I look at it, as long as people have difficult relationships with their kids and they have chores to do, we're in business. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know, if, if you got to do chores and you have a difficult relationship with your kids, like, yeah, just, you know, turn on light, the fight. And you kind of kill two birds with one stone.
1: Absolutely. If you've got laundry <clears throat> to do, we're in business.
0: <laughs> but, you know, and that's that's what ma- has made this so fun for me to sit back and, you know, I've seen you grow this year, um, just like you're saying, but I know that our listeners and um, you having, and I always say this to Heidi, I always say you need reps. I call it the rep effect. Well, I don't call it this. I mean, I heard this from someone else a long time ago. The point is... Um, we just do something, the same thing long enough. We just show up over and over and over again. And over time, our mind starts to open. You know, Heidi, when we first started, her her mind, if if it was like um if it was a like a light, there was just like the small little little light at the end of this tunnel. And each time she would talk, it'd slowly get bigger and bigger and bigger. And to now a year later, the light is huge. It's bright. Yeah, you know, to, to watch you see, well, to look at the facial expressions you have after you say something out loud for the very first time, you guys, I'm telling you, it, it's real. Like when we joke around and Heidi said, yeah, this is just real, you know, free therapy for me. It's an opportunity for her to say the things out loud in her that she thinks about and she feels out for the first time. As we all know, if we have a lot of conversations inside of our mind with ourself, they end up having the same outcome of those conversations. We usually say, well, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. <laughs> See, I'm just never going to be good enough. And and she'll say a lot of things out loud. And then as she's saying them out loud, she'll put herself in check and say, you know what? Maybe that's not how I feel. You know, what? maybe I used to feel it way, but I feel something different. And so in that sense, it's been extraordinarily therapeutic. I, I get to be the front row seats to watch a mother go through the most one of the most horrible, painful things that a mother could go through and turn that pain into this amazing purpose and to find yourself, to find who you are as a person. And then our listeners get to experience it with you. You know, those first episodes, those are really my favorite. Um, I don't think if we would have started the podcast where you're at right now, I don't think it would have been as powerful. I think what was powerful is that you can't fake the emotions and the sincere experiences you're having a year ago because it was happening in live, like in real time. And so the the feedback I'd get from people that I've known for years, my family members, friends, when they would talk about Heidi, they would say like, oh my gosh, like I can so relate to her. Not because you'd figured it out, but you were actually figuring it out while we were talking. And everyone else, when they're listening, they're also trying to figure it out at the same time. So if you had figured this out and then 10 years ago, from this point, you'd start a podcast. So here's all the things my podcast is to share you all the things I learn now. But you're saying, here's all the things I'm learning now that I didn't know then, but it was still happening in real time. Uh, For me, it's great to watch it. For everyone else, it's great to listen to it. And for me, selfishly, I get a chance to share things that I get to share with people privately, but now I get to share with people more publicly I get to share all the people's wins. So when I give examples of stories for people like Heidi and her family and other families that have tried different things and these things worked out, and then I give these suggestions to you guys, I get to share these cool stories that would have just been secrets. It would have been just something that I would have died with, these families would have experienced, and they would have had these great moments with their kids, but it would have never gone out there to other people. I always like to say my information, the stuff I talk about here on the podcast is not unique to me. It's not like I created it. I just connected the dots. And so for all you people who've been trusting enough to me throughout the years to come to private counseling and therapy sessions and coaching sessions for all the years, I'm getting to tell your story. Even though I'm not saying who your name is, I can't, you know, give that private information. Those stories need to be told. So every tool, every suggestion when you come to our workshops, when you come to us talking, those are all a bunch of Heidi Swap stories, just other people's lives. You guys are getting the benefit of years of other people's hurt and pain so that you don't have to go through the long, long, sometimes expensive route, but long, painful route that they went through. And when I hear people that say, hey, you know, was that one story you said on the podcast? Was that from ours like years ago? I go, well, it's you and one other person, I can combine into two. They said, you know what? It made me cry. It 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 helps them remember how far that they've come. It's validating for other people. So Heidi, you get to be like the spokesperson for it, but there's all these other stories that people get to... They're, they're listening to our podcast saying, I'm helping other families because our stories are finally getting to be shared. And your story is in real time. Other people were from the past. But how cool is that? When we as a community... This is an online community until you come to one of our events. But the this iPod, iPod, this podcast community, it's a community of people all going through similar circumstances. We're all sharing similar hurt and pain, but we're also sharing in everyone's successes and wins. You're learning from each other's wins. And for me, I feel like I got the best seat in the best stadium watching the best show in, in the entire earth.
1: Well yeah I mean, thank you i can, I can tell you that the change inside my heart um, has has been significant, and it's the sum total of myself of just opening up to all the stuff that I've been resisting. Um, <laughs> I got to share, I got to share a couple wins. I love it when people share wins. Um, and so I want to, I want to share a couple of wins that, and I'm going to, I'm going to share some stories. I'm not going to tell you their names. They're going to know who they are, but, um, And since
0: she's not a professional counselor, she doesn't have confidentiality. She has to protect. <laughs> so continue. <laughs>
1: Um, so there's one person that, that came to, um, that, that I, that I know in my, in my real life. And sometimes, um, it's easy. Okay. It's easier to me to, for for me to talk into this microphone and think, imagine a bunch of people that I don't know hearing my story. And connecting with people that I don't know because I don't have that accountability of having to like see them.
0: And because you're looking at me, you almost forget that thousands of people are going to be right. listening to this. We're like, oh, right. just another conversation we've had a hundred <laughs> times.
1: Um, so this particular person is someone that I know in my real life. Someone that is, is somebody that I see often. And I don't, I, di- I didn't know their story. And um, I still don't know the story but this individual started listening to the podcast the spouse encouraged some listening of the podcast and um and there was some resistance that was shared with me and um i could relate and this individual made the decision to come to a parenting workshop. And it was our first parenting workshop. So I was already like, Oof. I invited like there were some people that were like comfortable people, like I wasn't afraid to be vulnerable in front of. And then there was strangers so I wasn't in front, you know. And then there was a couple people that I was like, "Oh crap. Can I do this?" And and I did and they did. Um I could feel the, I could feel resistance. I could, I knew, I understood, I saw it. You know, when you say the shame, shame recognizes the shame. Anyway, um,
2: had a conversation with this person
1: and told me about a pretty significant win in their family. And this person said to me, this would not have happened if I had not made some essential changes, some of which were learned from this podcast and and that parenting workshop, some of which happened from opening up to other viewpoints you know, which I think is what happens. That's what happened. That's what's happened to me is I've opened myself up to what we talk about in this podcast. It's opened me up to some other podcasts. I listened to some other books. I've listened to some other conversations I've listened to it, and it's changed me. And, um,
2: that like, obviously I don't take, I don't
1: take any credit for it. I don't, I don't. All it did was just make me so happy for the fact that there was progress and movement and change and um, evolution. And, you know, one win means there could be other, you know, that that, that doesn't mean you're home free, right? But um, it was really great. Second one... Um, was a stranger and the reality is that nobody's strangers (laughs) anymore. Right. And so somebody, this is my best friend. I hadn't met yet is what, what it really was. And this person, um, found the podcast accidentally looking for an MMA podcast, probably. No, I'm. I'm not sure. Um, this person was going on a road trip, wanted to fill up some, you know, wanted to download some some podcasts, and randomly found it. Randomly started listening to it. This person had um, is a parent, and um, also a counselor, and also an administrator. A school administrator, and through the lenses of those three very significant roles, um, shared with me that as as she listened to the podcast, pieces started coming together. Things that she knew herself. Things that she's that she had taught, that she knew, that she felt. And um, what she was able to do is with that tremendous um, spectrum of experiences, able to pay me and us um, one of the greatest compliments of just saying, I believe every person needs this information
2: now. And
1: I believe that, but I, I don't feel comfortable like tooting my own horn or (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I should feel comfortable, but I'm still like, actually don't listen to the, you know, I have a podcast, please don't listen to it. You know, you know, kind of in that, um, (coughs) those were, those were some powerful wins that reassure me and remind me and encourage me, um, to not be afraid of sharing the, the climate. In my community has changed so much over the course, since the loss of Corey. And it, we have lost several young people. And take that number of the losses that we've had and multiply it by an exponential number of people who have made attempts on their own lives. But what has happened in the last six months um, and, you know, in the last year to six months has been creating that evolution that we've talked about. It's time for the evolution to happen. People need it, want it, recognize it, have opened themselves up to it, <coughs> are tired of being afraid, of tired of pretending, willing to look at things differently because we have to. And... um Glad. I'm glad. I'm glad to be one of the voices, just one of the voices that's just pressing and, and um, creating a pathway, a different pathway, an alternative pathway than what used to be the norm. That's one of the things that has kind of settled down in my mind in this last week is that, you know, in our lives, there's all these, there's all these well-traveled pathways that, um, you know, you graduate, you go to college and you get a job, you get married, you have kids and, you know, that's the pathway. And if you're not on the pathway, then you know, what's wrong with you? Or, you know, maybe there's another pathway like, oh, there's a divorce and now we have to be mad as heck and hate each other and destroy all the relationships we have and pick sizes, sides and boom, boom, boom. This is the the Reddit, you know, this is the pathway. And if, and if you, is, is there a, a different way to handle that? You know, oh, your child has drugs or, you know, is an addict and now you have to destroy the relationships and you know so you know what i mean like there's for 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 the circumstances of our lives there are the general pathways that everybody's that we thought we we're supposed to do supposed to take for me that maybe involved freaking out right that that is a well traveled highway parents who freak out when things go wrong well traveled highway and I've said this many times that I thought that was my responsibility to behave in that way. I thought it was my responsibility to hold feet to the fire and to not let anybody go and to, and to be that authoritative, authoritarian dictator style parent. That was my job. That was my expectation. That was the well-traveled highway that I knew.
2: What is happening? is alternative pathways are being created and modeled
1: by brave people who, you know, when a child comes out to them as gay and they (coughs) still love them, that was an alternative pathway. You know, when a family, parents decide to get divorced and and yet still choose to parent in a healthy way and support their children and take pictures together with them and have a family dinner together,
2: that's an alternative pathway. What
1: we're teaching here and talking about what David is teaching is alternatives to the norm. That norm that we have been modeled, the norm that everybody else does, the norm that we thought was safe or expected or
2: responsible.
1: This concept of partnering with a child goes against a lot of people's grains. <coughs> Right? Because we are told for I mean, you can't be your children's friends. You know, that you know this establishment of, you know, this is your role and this is their role, and and that cannot you, you know, if if you cross those lines, then there's no respect or there's you know, whatever. Um what we're talking about here at like the fight when we talk about the and, when we talk about the yet, when we talk about best friending yourself, when we talk about expiration dates, when we talk about partnering. These are alternatives, alternative pathways that require thinking and not just knee-jerk reacting.
0: Well, you forgot an important one on the list, don't stab the balls.
1: <laughs> right. Because
0: that's an alternative pathway, especially for you perfectionist mothers out there, the mothers that say, I have to meet this standard and I have to, if my kids aren't doing good in school, if they have bad behaviors, I need to work harder. I need to you know, push the envelope more and I need to do this, this, and this, and this, and that. But what Heidi has been modeling an alternative pathway is you can say you're a hot mess, you stab balls, and you can laugh about it, you can learn from it. You can try different approaches. You don't have to be the mother that holds it all inside and has this internal combustion of everything has to be cleaned a certain way. Everything has to be done a certain way because if it's not done a certain way, I can't handle one more thing being out of order to turning into a mother and saying, you know what? To try to pretend everything's in order would just be a joke. Let's just deal with what we know. I love you. You love me. Let's figure out a different way to address the problems that we've been having for a long time, that in and of itself is an alternative pathway, the pathway of, you know, my armpits do stink. I am a human being. <laughs> it's easier to partner with people that also have similar struggles. So Heidi, I think you've done a great job to back on what you're saying is showing the alternative pathway of if you are first a person and a partner, then your role as a parent, a mother and a father actually means something. You actually have influence over your kids if they see that you're someone they can relate to. And if you're someone that they actually believe is, has their back, someone that they believe has their best interest in mind. And then when you pull the cards, like, Hey, I know this hard thing I'm asking you, but I'm your mother. And I wouldn't ask it to, of you if I didn't think it was for your best interest. All those other things have been established and fortified. So when you're actually asking them to do hard things, they're going to believe you. Versus starting off with, even if you don't have a great relationship, I brought you in this world, I'm your mother, so you're going to do it. Because that's the old school way. And the old school way is old. We have different ways of doing things. And like you said, Heidi, if we don't evolve, well, I like the saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, someone told me what well, the opposite would that that saying be. If it's broke, keep trying to use it. <laughs> right. And I hadn't thought about it that before, but that's what we're just trying to help you. If the way you're approaching your relationships with your family members, your kids, if it's just not working out, then quit trying to use it. We're just providing another alternative to that. And so I, I didn't mean to jump in. No, right I'm I just bad. wanted to add the to the flip it on you, the don't stab <laughs> the balls has been, by the way, this weekend, a little boy came up to me and he said, Hey, just wanna let you know that in my family, we don't stab the balls anymore. And I like, looked at him <laughs> like this little boy came with me and said, Hey, sir. And I like looked at him and I quickly looked up around and I saw this, this mom over there, like a <laughs> way, like, she was going like, don't stab the balls. Oh like, man. Like, <clears throat> it was hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> but think about it. You gave that girl, that woman permission. Everyone's listening. It's like, okay, she lost her child to suicide. She actually, more than anyone, would have a reason to freak out. But she also has more reason to keep it close to the chest and not letting people know that she's freaking out. If she can admit that her freak outs, that she can learn something from it and laugh about them, well, then maybe we need to lighten up a little bit and laugh ourselves.
1: Well, I've got, I've got to just throw this in. So I was having a dinner at my brother and sister-in-law's house on Sunday, and my sister-in-law um, had somebody come pick something up. She sells cookies sometimes. I don't know how this person got her to sell cookies because I haven't been able to get cookies out of my sister-in-law for a while. I well, I haven't asked, but you know. Anyway, she said that somebody had contacted her. She she sold the cookies, and this woman came to the door and said, Hey, how you how you doing? And um, this woman says, or my sister-in-law asked her how she was doing, and she said, well, it's been a stab the days. It's been a stab the balls kind of a day. And <laughs> they both just totally laughed and um you know and they knew. Like they knew what kind of a day that meant, right? That <laughs> like um and so she's she was just shared that with me and I cracked up too. Like oh gosh, that poor lady. <laughs> because it's yeah, we can relate.
0: You know, this past year, um, you know, I've I've shared personal things, things that happened with my daughter um, at her school. You know, a threat that was made to her at her school. Um, So you guys have really been on a ride of her life with us. And um, I just want to let you guys know, I'm I'm very thankful for this opportunity to to um, have a podcast with Heidi and and with our producer Brandon and the rest of the team here at Light the Fight because. You guys, you know, we've had deep conversations before and after our podcast and a week like this week, you know, I'm sick. You hear me coughing. I apologize for my coughing in the background, but you know, being part of my life, I'll share with you guys. I haven't posted this on social media. I just choose not to share this type of stuff in that way. Not that I, I judge people do, but I'll share with you guys. Cause I feel like we have a close relationship and my mother passed away on Sunday and, um, you know, this this is a tough week, even though even though she was eighty-six years old this past week. Um, she, you know, lived a long, you know, life. But it's it's kind of bittersweet because I'm happy that she's gone to be with my dad. But this is also my grandmother who raised me ever since I was born, because my biological mother, her daughter, was unable to. And this woman, um, she 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 lived a hard life. She suffered much sexual abuse her whole entire growing up from an older sibling. She's the youngest of twelve kids, raised on the north shore of Hawaii and eighty six years old so if you can imagine when she was being raised um it was pretty rough, a lot of physical abuse, a lot of love, a lot of great meals, but she was tormented by a lot of demons her whole entire life. You know I witnessed her growing up um having a lot of mental and psychological struggles but what i also witnessed from her was extreme examples of hard work undying love for her family and friends the reason why everybody loved my mom well there's a lot of reasons but one she was funny hilarious she walked in she was life the party everybody auntie marilyn she just had the funniest jokes and she was She's a little gangster. Like she had, <laughs> you could tell this woman had been through some tough stuff and was ready to throw down the drop of a heartbeat. One, because I saw her getting physical confrontations <laughs> with people and she was not scared of- She
1: has she has some boys she had to keep in line. Yeah. Well, sons.
0: all of her older brothers, some of them were pro boxers. I mean, she came from a very tough family. Like they were known for a lot of people, you know, familiar Polynesian Islands. They were the original Laye boys. Like there's tough guys, right? And she was one of the toughest- and uh, so she just was funny, charismatic, but if there's a luau, if there's a party, she was on it. She would gather it together. She was teaching hula lessons. She was just someone that would do anything for her family and her friends. And she taught me, she gave me the gift of being social. <coughs> I learned from my mom, you don't walk by someone that you know and say, oh, hey, I was going to keep on walking. You stop. You take time. You ask them how they're doing. You tell them how you're doing. You make every single person feel important. And so I just want to share on this podcast, it's because of, you know, she was tormented. And because of that, I, I got the, the rough end. And a lot of my siblings, even more so than me, got the rough end of her, um, her own life. And there's a lot of, you know, physical abuse that happened. But what I also got was amazing blessing by being raised by someone who'd lived generations before me. She was there when they bombed Pearl Harbor as a little kid. She had to hide up in the trees in like second grade. This was a woman that had been there, done that. And the most important thing to her was her family and her friends. So she gave me the example that is for me, the the main source of motivation for me to do this podcast is that life is all about your relationships. Period. End of story. That's it. If you don't see that your life revolves around your relationships, oh, you're missing out on the whole purpose why we're even on this planet breathing in the first place. Everything we do is for the relationships in our life. And when we become focused on ourselves, when we become caught up in our own hurt and pain and struggle and we can't see outside of that, we struggle the most because that's not our purpose. Our purpose isn't to be here just to wallow in our own pain and misery. We're here to share our wins, our losses, our highs, our lows, with our loved ones around us. Cause that's how we learn the greatest lessons of life. The, gr- the most hurt and pain you're going to ever go through is through some sort of relationship loss or hurt or struggle. And the greatest joy is going to be with other people. It's going to be the pictures you take with your kids at the Disneyland trip that you wanted to kill them and stab all the Mickey and Minnie mouses <laughs> on the Disneyland trip. Stab all the, all but the... they don't let you bring knives into the park. Thank goodness. And, but when, you, when it's all said and done, you look back at that trip, you laugh. It was, it was a trip where you're together. You had to work out your differences. So just like in our lives where we're ironing it out, constantly working out our differences, that's what Light the Fight is for us and for you guys, I believe, is that we're constantly trying to iron out all the things that are wrinkled in our lives. And we got to have one another to experience those things to figure it out. We can't experience these things alone. If Heidi kept everything inside of her mind this past year and just, or just told me privately, she wouldn't be anywhere where she's at. If I didn't have a chance to talk about these things on the podcast, I wouldn't be as good counselor and therapist and coach, father, son, brother. It's made me a better person because I have to sit up here and I have to say out loud the things that I teach people. And it causes me to remember some of the greatest experiences. So it motivates me to go and want to live that way. I'm by far a perfect example of everything that i tell you guys but it reminds me that i got to step up my game continually too so that's just my own personal shout out and thank you to my mother personal shout out and thank you to every single one of you because that's what this podcast is for me it's a way to stay connected to my life experiences share them with you guys and then when you guys share them back with us it puts the biggest smile on our face and it puts the logs on our fire it keeps this fire burning
1: I think that the last thing that I I want to add
2: to that um is my deep love and gratitude for my son Corey. I can tell you
1: that I wouldn't have put in the time or the energy trying to understand. I'm trying to work through my feelings and figure out what I could have done
2: better if it was just for me. I've put in the time. I've sat in this chair. I've written in journal after journal um for Corey and for my my other four children.
1: I can tell I can tell you um that my greatest lessons have been learned
2: from my children. I believe wholeheartedly that that is why we have this opportunity to
1: to have relationships is not necessarily for us to guide them and to tell them what to do. And, and, and that goes for any relationship in our, in our life. It's to allow those people to teach us.
2: Next month, Corey would turn 20.
1: And I try to imagine what he would look like as a (laughs) 20-year-old. What he'd be
2: doing right now. And There's not a
1: day or a minute that I don't wonder what his role would be in everything that's going on. It is my sincere intent that wherever Corey is,
2: that he knows. He's a partner here in this effort that he knows what an invaluable role he has been in my evolution, and hopefully in David's and in you yours. I hope that wherever Corey is, it will feel proud and grateful that, that his story can create change, positive, powerful alternatives to healthy productive relationships in families. Because, without a doubt, I couldn't have done it without him.
0: Well, you guys, a year down, and at least one more podcast left to go. <laughs> at least that's what we have scheduled. <laughs> um, I think it goes without saying. I'd like to dedicate this past year, this podcast, um, to, uh, to two most influential people in, in Heidi and I's life and their passing. Um, you know, Corey Paul Swap, because uh, without him, Heidi and I wouldn't be here doing this. Um, we wouldn't be on this journey and we wouldn't have the ability and the desire and the motivation to reach out and share those things with you. And then the other dedication of this podcast this past year, I have to give out to uh Marilyn Kovaeva Okalau Um you know, I just want to say to my mom, hopefully she's listening up, up in the big uh the big uh beach in the sky. <laughs> Cause she was heartbroken that she couldn't fly back to Hawaii and see it one last time. But I just want to tell her that, um, I know you didn't always love yourself, mom. And I know there's a lot of things that you wish you could change about yourself, which is why she loved her kids so much. But mom, I wouldn't change one thing about you. You made me who I am today. I'm a therapist. I'm a counselor. I help people, um, because I always wanted to help you when I was a little kid, I saw you're in pain. I just wanted to make you laugh. Smile. I want to make you proud. And, um, which means thank you respectfully in Samoan. I love you, mom. I love you, Corey. Man, uh, that young man really has changed my life. Um, I couldn't imagine where my life wouldn't be, where my life would be if I had never met your son. And so I want to thank you, your family, for trusting in me and for, um, and for, just allowing me to, to speak in your son's behalf to help other people as well.
2: So here's to whatever's next. Whatever comes, we'll walk it. And um
1: We're deep <laughs> deeply honored that you're willing to to listen to to try to make statements instead of asking questions, um, to remember not to freak out and to think about being a first responder when your kid comes home late, to contemplate that difference between shame and guilt and giving yourself grace and understanding that we're not here to stay the same we're we're here to continually evolve and uh I'm excited to to keep exploring and to keep learning and to keep trying and and to keep helping in whatever way whatever we way we can so to all of you who, who have been listening, um,
0: if this is your first episode, we apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, year two and three won't be as sad. Hopefully, <laughs> actually, I shouldn't promise that. Yeah, no, I promise. just jinxed we're, it.
1: There's no promising. Um, <coughs> we're gonna take it out by, in all sincerity, thanking um, our community partner at one eight hundred contacts.
0: Amen to that
1: the The reason that they support us and amplify our message is because they they believe in our message and um it's an honor to work with them um, and <coughs> we rely on you guys to help us spread the word about the podcast. And um, so do so, please, <laughs> if you talk to friends, neighbors, associates, be open, share what you've learned. Every single person is has relationships in their lives that aren't perfect and that could always be better. And uh we appreciate you for for helping to spread spread our message and amplify what we're doing here at Light the Fight. And so I guess with that, thank you and happy anniversary to us. <laughs> um, and thank you for helping us to light the fight.